0: We should understand what it implies to us in the work when a person must be similar to the upper lily and why specifically when one is among the thorns he is regarded as more select and finer than the rest of the people. As it is written, this is why 70 souls went down to Egypt, so as to become finer. said, Why is Malchut called Lily? It is because a person can assume the burden of the kingdom of heaven only by overcoming the will to receive in Him. Since it comes and asks a person when he wants to work in order to bestow, meaning for the sake of the Creator and not for himself, and he asks, what is this work for for you? That is, what will you get out of wanting to work for the sake of the Creator? It is written in the Passover
1: Haggadah.
0: The answer is, blunt its teeth. This means that we must not argue with it, but blunt its teeth. Meaning, we have to overcome it by force. That is, when it comes with its questions, we must remember that it comes with these questions precisely when one wants to work in order to bestow. Then there is room to ask, why? But when a person works in order to receive reward, this wicked one has nothing to ask. We must not reply or contemplate what to answer it. Instead, we must know that it is a waste of time to want to find answers to its questions. Rather, when it comes and asks, a person should immediately treat it with force and overcome it with force and not by arguments. Since each time, even once a person has overcome it, it is still not impressed by it. And each time a person wants to do something for the sake of the Creator, it comes with its
1: questions.
0: There are numerous its teeth here. This is why Malchut is called a lily. In other words, when a person wants to be rewarded with the kingdom of heaven, called faith, he must undergo a process of many blunt its teeth. Which is why Malchut is called lily. He said, that this is the meaning of to the victor on lilies. Meaning that the victory comes specifically
1: through lilies. According to the above, we can
0: interpret the meaning of as a lily among the thorns. And why is that specifically when she is among the thorns she is finer than other lilies? We should know what thorns are in the work. In corporality the thorns prick the lily. But what does this imply in the work? It means that when the wicked comes and asks what is this work for you with these questions it pricks man's thoughts and heart and makes a person suffer Corns prick incorporeality so the questions
1: prick the person he
0: suffers torments. Meaning that these questions distance him from the work. Since one cannot always overcome his questions, and he begins to see that he is declining from the ktusha, since normally these questions come during an ascent, when a person understands that it is worthwhile to work in order to bestow. But suddenly he comes with his questions and one must overcome it. At that time, a person comes and asks for help from the Creator to help him.
2: He sees
0: that by himself he cannot overcome it it follows that he always needs heaven's mercy. As it is written in the Zohar, the help that comes from above is regarded as a soul that he receives each time. This is regarded that the help he receives from above is light that gives won the power to overcome the evil in him. It was said about this, he who comes to purify is aided. By this we can interpret the words as a lily among the thorns. And a lily that is more fragrant and finer than all the other lilies in the world is only one that grew among the thorns. In other words, because she is among the thorns, they prick her, meaning the kingdom of heaven. When a person takes upon himself to work in order to bestow, this is called a lily. At that time, the wicked comes with his questions of what is this work for you and pricks the kingdom of heaven in this heart. In his heart. Each time, he must overcome and pray and ask for help. By this, the lily becomes fragrant. For fragrance is acid, and they smelled in the fear of the Creator, which is finer than all the lilies in the world. Who have no thorns to prick them. Those lilies are not as fine as the lily that is among the thorns. This comes to teach us that one should not be alarmed when he When the wicked keeps coming to him and asks the question, what is this work for you? And he cannot overcome it. It is not as one sometimes thinks that these thoughts come to him because he is unfit for the work of the Creator. On the contrary, fact that the wicked comes to him is because from above they want to help him attain upper Kedusha.
1: This is
0: why he is given these disturbances so as to have a need to ask
1: for help. Therefore,
0: when one sees that he is unfit by nature to be able to work in order to
1: bestow, his work at
0: that time is to increase his prayers to the Creator, to help
1: It follows that one should be careful not to say when he sees the wicked one always coming to him with questions called thorns which prick the lily in his heart. He should not say that this is a sign that he is unworthy of this work of bestowal because it is not for him since he sees that he hasn't the strength to overcome the evil. However, one should believe that every person has the strength to work and achieve adhesion with the Creator. As our sages said, one should always see oneself as half-guilty, half-innocent. That is, according to the measure of good within him, so is the measure of the bad. Otherwise, a person cannot subdue the bad, as the bad is more than the good. We must believe in our sages who said so. And it is so precisely so that one will be able to shift to the side of merit. Therefore, always, in whatever situation, the bad does not have more power than the good within him. This is why they said, If he performs one mitzvah, happy is he, for he has shifted himself and the whole world to the side of... This means that one who sees that he is not succeeding in the work and wants to escape the campaign, since he sees that he cannot work for the sake of the Creator, because he was born with worse qualities than others. And he also sees that he has a weak character. and And therefore doesn't have the strength to overcome the evil in him. The text teaches us about this, that one has no more bad in him, but according to the measure of the good. In other words, if a person sees that he has a weak character or worse qualities than another person, He must know that the bad in him does not have more power than the good in him. They are always equal, half and half. Therefore, if he sees that one person has better qualities than his, he should not say that it is easier for the other to work than for him. And this is why the other one is working. Rather, one should know that every person has bad according to the measure of the good that he has. If the other has better qualities, he also has worse qualities than the other, since the bad and the good are always equal in strength. Rather, it is always 50-50. As it is written, <inaudible> the poor shall not give less than half a shackle. <inaudible> that is, <inaudible> the good and the bad are always equal. <inaudible> Therefore, A person cannot say that he is incapable of this work, since he should give more powers than others. Rather, a person never gives more than half a shekel. This is the meaning of what is written, to give donation to the Lord. That is the donation that one should give to the Creator is only a half. Meaning the lack that a person feels that the Creator will help give the feeling. What is the feeling? And the feeling is always that which a person needs. And when one begins the work,
3: he should obtain a lack for the Creator to help him have the desire to
1: bestow. As this is the essence of the work, to obtain this desire. It follows that half means the necessity for the matter, meaning to feel how much he needs to obtain this desire, meaning to obtain suffering at not having the desire to bestow, meaning to know the loss at not having the desire to bestow. To the extent that he knows what is losing, to that extent he can feel how happy he would be if he had the desire to bestow. By this he obtains half a thing. Meaning the vessel for the Creator to satisfy his lack by giving him from above a second nature called the desire to bestow. This is the meaning of what is written half a shekel to give a donation to the Lord. In other words, a person should know that he can only give half as in prayer makes half. One must know that he cannot give a full shekel, which is light and vessel, meaning the need or the desire to bestow and to be able to do everything in order to bestow. Rather, the half shekel belongs to man's work. To give only the deficiency, while the filling belongs to the Creator. For the sake of the Creator. Therefore, after one is rewarded with the Creator giving the desire to bestow, the person is rewarded with permanent faith. As it is written that we must be thankful to the Creator for rewarding us with nearing Him. This is, as it is written, sing to God kingdoms of the earth, sing praises to the Lord, Selah. To him who rise upon the highest, ancient heavens, he will speak forth with his voice, a mighty voice.
0: We should interpret that the kingdom of the earth are those who have been rewarded with faith, called malchut and the quality of earth. Sing to God.
1: They
0: shall. Sing for the Creator, awarding them with the quality of faith. Also, Malchut is called God, Adni. As it is written, Sing praises to the Lord Selah. To Him who rides upon the highest ancient heavens, He will speak forth with His voice a mighty voice. We should understand why they should why they must sing to the Creator and thank him. Does the Creator need flesh and blood to thank him? The answer is that the created being should know that all that they have is what the Creator gave them in order to thereby achieve the love of the Creator. Through love of the Creator, they, are, they will always be in dvikut with the Creator, as it is written, that then they attain Him as doing good. And if they do not attain Him as doing good, then they must be under the governance of heresy since it is a law that the creature cannot receive disclosed evil from him, for it is a flaw in the glory of the Creator for the creature to perceive him as an evildoer as it is unbecoming of that complete
1: operator. This is the meaning of what is written, he will speak forth with his voice, a mighty voice. In other words, the created beings must sing and thank him for letting them hear the voice of the Creator. That is, by feeling that the Creator has given them the quality of malchut. called permanent faith. (laughs) By their feeling that (laughs) it comes from the Creator, (laughs) this adds to them the love of the Creator. (laughs) As it is written, (laughs) He will speak forth with (laughs) His voice. (laughs) And what will He say with His voice? (laughs) Answer, (laughs) a mighty voice the radak interpreted that he will speak forth against the enemies with his voice which is a mighty voice it is known that in the work the enemies are the will to receive that awakens each time to receive in order to receive how they are men's enemies because they prevent a person from receiving the delight and pleasure. Therefore, one should believe that the fact that one has been rewarded with faith in the Creator comes from the Creator. By this, he is rewarded with the voice of the Creator subduing the enemies
2: meaning that the will to receive
1: surrenders and in its stead comes the will to bestow. Now he wants to work for the sake of the Creator. This comes from the voice of the Creator. As it is written, The voice of the Creator is powerful. We should interpret that the voice of the Lord gives power to men to subdue the enemies. This is the meaning of what is written, give strength to God. The Radak interprets, give strength with words. Give Him the strength since His strength has done you vengeance, vengeance against the enemies and not by your own force. You should interpret his words with words, meaning they said that all the strength of the force, the Creator alone did it. That is, the fact that you see that your enemies, meaning the will to receive has surrendered before you is not men's force but only the force of the Creator. And this is as the Radak says his strength has down you vengeance against the enemies and not by Meaning that the desire to bestow controls, and this does not come by man's power, but by the power of the Creator. This means that it is apparent that it came from the Creator, that His help comes by being rewarded with greater light each time. Barach, Meaning Kadosh. that his help, he, says the Zohar, is as a new soul. Thus,
3: now it is evident
1: that it came from the Creator. She should interpret the reason that a person cannot achieve the vessels of bestowal by himself. The answer is that if a person could achieve vessels of bestowal by himself, he would be content with little and would feel himself as a complete human being. He would remain in his katnut, smallest, since he would have no need to go forward because he truly is doing everything for the sake of the Creator. There is a rule that there is no light without a vessel, meaning a need. But when a person by himself cannot obtain vessels of bestow and must ask the Creator to help him then the person needs his help. By this, he receives from the Creator new help each time. And all her help is part of his soul. By this, he is rewarded with receiving the Naran in the root of his soul. The person must be cautious
2: to take upon
1: himself the burden of the kingdom of heaven unconditionally. This is called unconditional surrender. That is, one should not say, if the Creator gives me a good taste in Torah and prayer, I will be able to do the holy work. And otherwise I cannot, cannot be a servant of the
2: yes.
1: twenty two they're asking, what does it mean to go against the evil and overcome it forcefully and not argue with it?
0: Not to argue with the bad is considered that a person receives all the good and all the bad that comes to him that come from the Creator, none else besides him. And therefore, he blesses for all the discernments he receives. And the main thing is that he builds for himself a system of how to receive bestowal from the Creator, and how he responds to this?
1: Yes. Pity thirty-one. They're asking about a half a shekel. Many times we give more or less than a half. How do we know how to give the exact measure? Not more, no less, not less
4: this
0: we need to study more and feel what it means and what it feels like the half a shekel but to the extent in which we want to give more than the half we won't be able to give
3: Yes, Yes. from Belarus, they're
0: asking, where can we receive so much uh, strength of uh, power and
1: humility so that we don't run away from the work?
0: It's written, anything but leave. Anything but leave is for each and everything that a person receives a feeling of lowliness... Disappointment, he needs to answer this way. And this just comes to strengthen me. I
1: continue. uh, They're asking to assume the burden of the kingdom of heaven. Does it mean that I have to dedicate my life to the ten?
0: not to the ten we need to devote our lives in order to connect between us and by this attain ten creator this is the purpose of our development in this we connect and help one another
3: can Yes, Yes. one more from
1: Belarus. They're asking, what conditions should we meet in the spiritual work in order to become the slave of the Creator?
0: It would be most correct to incorporate in the society, in the ten, in the environment, and through it, Try to come closer to the crater.
1: Turns out that half. Means the necessity for the thing, being to feel how necessary it is to obtain this desire, meaning to obtain suffering at not having the desire to bestow, being to know the loss
2: at not
1: having the desire to bestow. To the extent that he knows what he's losing, the extent that extent he can feel how happy he would be if he had the desire to bestow.
0: Uh, yes.
1: How can we be in this thing?
0: In what precisely?
1: In the picting, what pleasure we would have if we had a desire to bestow and feel suffering. But, uh, and this would cause us suffering because we don't have it.
0: Well, we need to move to that line in which we want to bestow to the Creator and to come closer to Him and to truly be in that inclination, in that tendency with all our might. And besides that, we don't do a thing.
1: Yes, but it seems as though he's giving a very clear technique here. He says this is the essence, the heart of man's work, to constantly depict how good bestowal is and to truly create suffering only out of that, that I don't have bestowal. Yes.
0: How can we do it?
1: How can we be in that all
0: the time? Try to constantly be in this as much as you can. As much as you're not capable, raising a prayer.
1: In order to constantly be in this, we need some preparation so that we will only have this.
0: Think about that also before you come to the article and to the connection with the friends and the prayer. Prepare yourself in
1: advance. Duty. What are the thorns? Those questions that prick men's hearts.
0: This is actually the Creator's work upon a person when a person feels how in his heart there is still are thoughts and desires that are incorrect but rather they're still drawing him to all kinds of sides
1: and when a person feels a prick in his heart what does the creator want from him at that moment
0: Usually, the Creator wants a person if to examine himself, check himself, and see in what he doesn't agree with the Creator. The
1: question that uh, sting the person's heart is a necessary part of the work? Yes. Is this considered a path of suffering? No. No. No.
0: Why not? He's guided this way towards the
1: goal. Can we get a new power from above without receiving these uh, pricks? No. How will a person go through the whole path? (coughs) So, on the path of Torah, there are pricks or there are no pricks? There
0: are.
4: There are these pricks. It's...
0: Like King David wrote, a lily amongst
1: the thorns. So how do we go through the path without suffering, without these pricks? No, a person knows
0: in advance that he's going to be pricked and he pays attention to his sensitivity to it, to the extent in which he feels these pricks and is cautious. Not from the, he's not uh, cautious from the, 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 pricks, but on the contrary, from the fact that he shouldn't, uh, you know, pay attention to them or to miss them. And
1: we feel the prick without the associated pain, meaning to be sensitive to it and just go through it. No, no,
0: but it depends on how how much I appreciate this prick. Where it comes from and why it comes and what I need to do after I feel it. To the extent in which it guides me correctly on my,
3: on my way.
1: So what is the right way to relate to the prick?
0: To bless it. To be cautious, but if you receive it, bless, correct oneself, and continue to the next brick. Meaning, not to aim towards the bricks, but
1: what will be, will be. How do we not get too excited from these bricks that come? How do we see it just as uh, the way of the work? I simply exist like this among the thorns.
0: Uh, no, that's not the the attitude uh, we should have. We need to see this project as uh, guidance on our way guidances on on our path. How can it be, both from a minus and a plus, in both, I need to receive I need to see them through
2: How can the environment pressure him
0: so that he will take upon himself the burden of the kingdom of heaven?
1: Show him examples of the correct behavior. And, uh, opposite that. Show him what can happen if his behavior will be incorrect.
2: ...with his foot so that he will move him forward. And he also writes that
0: these stabs these uh, thorns are kind of like part of his soul that the creator gives him in order to correct so it really feels that this is the main part of our work to identify the pricks that come from him and to do the work all the way to identifying that he that the creator is the the good operator is operating in a good way and the question is how do we protect one another Because it sounds like it's very personal work in a person. And how can I, if I see a friend that is having difficulty to receive these pricks as something that advances him, and he sees that he has a difficulty of how to help him?
4: By
1: example. By example. So that he will see how you are connecting and going forward specifically through the pricks
2: how does
0: a friend who feels at the moment the prick has something unpleasant to the will to receive, but it's always like that, how does he see, I'm talking about him him himself, let's say right now I'm getting uh, pricked this way, how to see the examples of the friends, how to open myself to that, that also requires work.
4: No,
1: we can't quite see the pricks of the friends, No.
2: So
1: simply give the right example
0: that the right attitude towards these stabs, towards uh, this... I have an additional question. There are many times in the article that he talks about, in the end, about after a person sees his state, he needs to come to a request for help from the creator. And many times he says this, this is a final product that he needs to ask for help, and even though he's not capable, and what inside of this help needs to be the request? What kind of help is
1: a person person asking for? Help for what? But what I want to do, I don't have the strength for it.
0: Yes, but the kind of help that I want to receive when I, when I see that I don't have the power. Let's say I want to be tall so and I'm not capable. So I'm asking for help that what? That I have the strength. read there, he writes that a person needs to attain a deficiency for the creator to help him, so he will have the desire to bestow. This is the main work to attain this desire. And then there's an advice how to attain the desire to bestow. He writes that half is called the necessity for the thing, meaning to feel how necessary it is to attain this desire. That is, to obtain suffering from not having the desire to bestow, meaning to know what the loss is of this desire to bestow, and to that extent, he can feel how happy he would be if he had the desire to bestow. I want to ask in general, how do we attain, first of all, a necessity for bestow?
1: When we think about it,
4: we think
1: about it as much as possible in all kinds of different states about bestow and bit by bit we start to feel that this thing becomes more important more required and uh, it is it becomes a reason to turn to the Creator
0: can you maybe describe to me why I would be happy if I had the desire to bestow? Why would it cause me to be happy if I had the need to bestow?
1: Because by that I would be carrying out
4: an an
1: act of correction. I would be I would be bestowing to the Creator. I would identify with
4: him.
1: Why would that
0: make me a happy man? This is how it
1: is. This is what is written. I can't explain to you why you would be happy. There is no answer for that. It should be an emotional answer within the person. He, reads, uh, uh, he writes that we need to
0: depict this to
1: And <laughs> But rather, each one should think about it and depict it to himself. That's
0: why I'm asking, because I find that all the, the, the prigs and the sufferings and what I understand is that I actually need to feel bad from not wanting to bestow. This is where the pain and the stabs and the, the suffering should stem from.
1: Is that correct? Yes.
0: But I want to depict how wonderful it would be if I were bestowing, meaning that picture is is dissipated uh, I'm trying to scrutinize with you how to depict it how to imagine it so I can somehow I don't know gener- make the wheels spin in that direction I don't understand you you want
1: to bestow to the creator I
0: can't always understand what, what that even is, to bestow to the Creator. I can depict it, I can imagine all kinds of imaginations and thoughts for my will to receive. But what it really is, and to feel pain from not having it, it's like
1: a picture that's disappearing. To extract it from the work with the friends. It is written from the love of people to the love of the Creator. So,
0: how in the work with the friends should I extract that?
1: Try to love them. Try to love them. I have nothing else to say.
0: A person to feel
4: blessing
0: when the person
1: blesses the Creator, or all kinds of forms in which the Creator relates to him.
0: He turns to the Creator when he turns to the Creator with this request. Yes. What is the essence of the appeal to the creator? He needs to feel a blessing in that? It's like, do I even have a right to turn to the creator? No,
1: it's not marriage. We're not talking about that. Of course, it's What is this, this blessing? The blessing is that I bless the creator for accompanying me with the friends
3: towards the purpose of creation. On. That's why I, I want to ask, what's the loss that we don't have the desire to bestow? What's that loss we have to concentrate on?
4: A loss from not having
5: a desire to bestow, that we don't attain this desire,
4: that we cannot be similar to the Creator,
5: approach Him, adhere to Him, that this world seems to us like a
4: uh, a dumpster. Uh,
5: there's nothing to compare it to. It's a stinking place, the lowest place there is.
1: Can
3: we really connect all our sufferings or negative states in my life to the fact that I don't have the desire to bestow? Is that correct?
2: Yes. How
3: do we work correctly with the thorns that are being revealed?
4: We we
5: have to try, with all of our experience,
4: with all the forces that we
5: muster from among the friends. We have to try to move in between the um, the
2: thorns.
3: At least me uh, today, what I do is what. When questions awaken, I try to ignore them and go above them. But I feel that I'm losing something in the work because I can't ask for the forces for the prayer that should awaken. Something disappears because I'm supposedly going above reason, but maybe I'm not doing something right.
4: But perhaps
5: you're simply suppressing all the questions and without resolving them of course you're not reaching the goal
2: so that's
3: why I'm asking how to work with all these questions correctly and not here I'm going above reason and then my ego takes over and steals the work because it's not really above reason right?
5: Yes, you're only saying this.
3: So how won't it just be lip service but to really get into those questions and work in them and not fall into the state where it just tosses you away from the work. The evil inclination takes over you with all those questions. Yes. So how to work correctly with the questions?
5: There's only one problem with these questions. You have to work by with them by turning them to the Creator. To
2: the Creator.
3: Sorry for saying this. It sounds like something very empty. How do I direct it to the Creator?
5: Turn to Him and you'll discover that you have someone to turn to. Yes, but not to
4: me.
5: My job is not to give you answers.
3: That's clear. He writes that the Creator needs the flesh and blood to sing praise to the Creator. What does that mean?
4: We
5: bless the Creator, that we bless the Creator for giving us such work by which we can come to be independent and similar to Him and to truly rise to the highest
4: levels. It is
5: something that we only talk about, but we don't understand any of
4: it. How how
5: happy we should really be with what we have.
3: Continuing the questions of... Uh, hit him in the teeth, he says that it means that there's nothing to argue with him, that just to go by force and overcome him, that when he brings the questions, you don't even answer him or think of excuses. But man needs to know that he shouldn't waste his time for trying to find answers for his questions, but right away use force and in force so actually to hit him in the teeth if I try to think of an action we can do is that everything inside me questions, doubts, whatever to still come and sit in the lesson without changing any external action, at least that can I say that that means hit him in the teeth? no It's
5: inner work. What are you telling me? That that you come here, you sit. How does that belong to it?
3: Like anything but leave, for instance.
5: No, 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 no. Anything but leave is you can be sitting here and yet be in leave. It depends on where your thoughts are.
3: So, what does it mean to use force? What does it mean to hit him in the teeth?
4: That you resist it, you
5: resist with all your might. You act against those forces that want to disconnect you and push you away.
3: Okay. So to continue, <clears throat> He says that he sees that he cannot overcome and that he always needs the mercy of the Creator and he must ask for help. So between hitting him in the teeth, it sounds like an action that man does. Where does the help come if he already does that action of hitting him in the teeth? So he doesn't need the help. He already did it. So where does the help come in?
4: First
5: of all, break its teeth to your evil inclination, and then you'll see what happens. Now, for the time being, the act is upon you.
4: So, and you
3: told the friend that the fact that I turned to the Creator, by that I'm getting my independence. So it turns out that independence is by not having anything, by only being dependent on the Creator.
5: Well, that's independence. It's clean independence to be dependent only on the Creator. And not that I imagine Myself being connected to other forces of nature.
3: So, by understanding that I have no deeds and there's nothing in me, and I'm only dependent on the upper one, by that I'm independent.
5: Yes, you are independent. It
3: is opposite of the will to receive.
5: In other words. A person has to be careful, sensitive,
4: uh, sensitivity.
5: how should I say sensitivity
4: in Hebrew? Sensitivity. Uh, sensitive
5: toward all kinds of discernments in his ego, yes.
3: That's the force of doing some kind of actions that aren't in him, and he can only get rid his environment, from society. Yes. So that's what he means, that we have to reach surrender with no conditions?
5: Unconditional surrender means he has to be close to all the friends and to try to help them achieve adhesion between them and with the Creator, for His part. And likewise, each and every friend, of course. That's it.
4: And by this,
5: they all want to advance.
4: Don't worry, the Creator will keep
5: a place for Himself. You need to, with all your strength... To turn to the Creator, to be connected with all the friends and with the Creator together.
3: So, the work of half the Shekel is an individual in the ten or the whole ten?
4: I don't want to hear uh,
5: such things as if you're saying, okay, this is one half, where's the other half? That's incorrect. It's incorrect. Meaning, my entire work, all of it, 100%, is called...
2: ...in front of you on the path.
3: If I advance through the thorns, I don't want the thorns, but more than half of the time I'm in a state of uh, dormant, of sleeping...
2: I don't understand okay. what you're saying. thorns awaken me to prayer, to come closer to the Creator, to advance. But more, more than half the time, I'm sleeping.
3: How,
2: how to awaken and find a th- field of thorns?
5: Only through connection with the
4: friends.
5: Only through connection with the friends each of them also feels like you and each one feels that his work is incomplete but through connection between them
2: you will achieve completeness so
3: the connection to them is to ask for them to overcome the state of dormant and
2: for everyone. Yes.
3: The Creator can do everything,
5: and the Creator,
2: leave it to Him. Can I aim,
3: uh, say a short prayer for all of us? Yes. The Creator is great for putting us here together around this
2: table
3: from the state of connection we can awaken the Creator to do everything all the miracles all the miracles come from Him
2: we
3: want our friends to awaken from sleep from the thorns to reveal that it's mercy from above. We want to give honor above.
2: Please
3: connect us that you will have contentment from that.
4: Very well. Amen. Good for you.
5: Amen. For you. Amen.
3: How to work for the Creator with no conditions. Ah. How to reach that state.
4: By connecting with the friends and
5: bestowing upon each other mutually in such a way that all that's important for us is to be together. And this togetherness, this vessel, to direct it to the Creator, to do with this vessel Anything he needs. We are willing to be servants of the Creator, slaves. This is called unconditional surrender.